Hello, and welcome back to West Weird. This is what I believe is going to be the very last episode of our Deadlands Reloaded game. Assuming you guys don't do a lot of weird roleplay that I don't expect. Like, uh, hmm. Last time on West Weird, you guys discovered that that tracker that had marked you all had come to find you and presumably to either kill you or kill the sheriff or kill you both. You don't know because Everett attacked him after consulting with his knife and deciding that he should attack him. And it was a tough fight. Like, he put down Everett. He almost put down Mike. Everett is lying in a pool of his own blood. Mike, or... Wallace. Wallace is... Three wounds down, almost I ain't got dead. Blood no mows anymore. I think the only person that came out of that that actually participated in the fight that didn't get grievously wounded was William. Mary Jo was upstairs and decided to question the sheriff a bit more and found out some very interesting information. And eventually, William was able to put one between the eyes of your tracker and kill him. And all of your tracking tattoos disappeared we come back in this moment Mary Jo comes running to the top of the landing with a uh, pottery with some pottery that she is going to throw at this guy only to find that he is now dead and well, and Everett is nearly dead so uh, let's 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 come back to this moment what happens next so Mary Jo's first inclination is gonna be as she like takes in the scene she's gonna see that Everett looks dead <laughs> and is going to run down to basically check his pulse and see what his condition is. Yeah. You run down and you check his pulse. I think the others of you maybe come out from behind the counter and you feel it's very weak, but it's still there. Okay. Okay, this is... I have an idea, but I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> Oh, I please, love do tell. What is, what, what, is what, is this, what is this idea? Um, okay, so Mary Jo is thinking, like, this whole time he's been talking about these gods, right? And how he has these gods that, like, look out for him. Um, so she's wondering what would happen if someone were to call on those gods to heal him. Oh. Oh boy. <laughs> oh my. What an interesting question. That's st- oh yeah, that's gonna be a my. steep price. <laughs> and she's heard me what very do you clearly say. say? Yeah. We know that they're called the Reckoners, right? Yes. Then she's thinking of the situation, thinking about how desperate they are, and that they need him back on his feet. I think she's just gonna like say out loud Reckoners if you're there he needs you he's not gonna last long roll spirit uh. I think <laughs> I could make you roll persuasion please don't <laughs> are you not good at persuasion I think I think spirit it's kind of not exactly you know a conversation a conversation. <laughs> Let's say spirit. I think that makes sense to me. Okay, my spirit it's is... Not a, it doesn't exactly translate, but... My spirit's a d6. Okay. <gasps> I got a six. <gasps> Roll again. And a two, so that's an eight. An eight. Okay. 
Mary Jo. You call out to the Reckoners. Tell them it won't be very long before their favorite tool is not available. You put your hand down, maybe try to stop the bleeding on him, and your hand feels like it's touching fire, and instantly there's this bright flash of light. And you aren't there anymore. What? (laughs) You are kneeling over Everett in this brightly lit room. You can't see anything else inside of it. It just looks like you're sitting in this white void almost. And you hear a booming voice come down from behind you. It sounds like dozens of voices. And you hear... You wish to save him. Yeah, we, we need him. What will you give? <laughs> oh my. Oh boy. <laughs> Um, this is so cool. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I, I don't know what I what I have to give. And you see another bright flash of light and the the light fades again and in front of you sitting on Everett's chest there is a pair of manacles. Serve us. Become ours. Oh, no. Okay. Oh. We will bring you power. And we will bring this one back to life. I think Mary Jo thinks about it for a minute. And as desperate of a situation that they're in, She's just going to put them on. Okay. You put on these manacles and you kind of slap them over your wrist. And you don't even see like there's no key to like lock them. But they, as soon as they're on your wrists, you kind of, they kind of tighten onto you. And you can feel this kind of like burn into your skin as it like tightens around your skin to the point where you can't take them off. And then there's another bright flash of light. And when you finish wincing, you open your eyes and you look down at Everett and you, you hear this loud <gasps> as Everett sits up straight, bolt upright and begins looking around, wait, trying to find the guy and, and he locks eyes with you. And in Everett's eyes, you can see this little glint of white behind it that you didn't see before. Everett, you see the same glint of white behind her eyes. Does Everett <laughs> just instinctually know or instinctively know what just happened do you think or i don't think so i think you know that you were down and now you're up and you can see this glint of white behind her eyes okay so i lock eyes with her and i just say what what was that what's going on where is he where is he and i think he's looking up now looking around for the guy yeah you turn around and you can see the guy sort of on the ground uh-huh. and obviously dead he's got a hole in the middle of his forehead okay so he's focused on Mary he kind of flicks his eyes back to Mary Joe, and he just says how what what happened how are are you okay what are you feeling uh, 
not dead. <laughs> uh, just mechanically, how do I feel, Susanna? Mechanically? Yeah. You feel completely fine. Completely fine? Completely fine. <laughs> what do I, I look down at my guts. What do, what do my guts look like? You have a big white scar across your stomach. And I look over at Mary Jo kind of with a, an appraising glance, and I just say, Were you always able to do this? <laughs> I feel better than I've ever felt before. And, I, and before I say more, Susanna, do you think I kind of feel a connection with my gods right now with this healing or no? I think so, yeah. You could okay. feel something. And then he just says, I feel... I feel the Lord's in this. Are you one of us? I think reality is like hitting Mary Jo and what she just did. And she just has this like stunned look on her face as she like looks down at her wrists. <laughs> you can feel like, you can still feel the, like you can move your arms all around with no problem, but you still feel like there's something on your wrists. But it, there's nothing there that you can see. Mary Jo, do me one more favor. Yeah. <laughs> Roll me a notice. Told you this was a bad idea. <laughs> I got a five on my d6. Okay. Mary Jo, as you are kind of beginning to freak out, you look down at your wrists and you notice that you have way more depth perception than you normally do. <laughs> what? <Wow. laughs> oh, right, because I looked at her eyes, not like both of her oh, eyes. Like she, said she said eyes. She said eyes, not eye. Um, <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> what do you do? I think Mary Jo is just in full like freak out mode at this point. <laughs> and she's like, I think she looks back up at Everett and is like, I, I, I think your, your gods healed me too. Everett, they did not. They did not. No? You look up and you can still see, I think maybe she like pulled her, holds her hair aside from where it normally covers that side of her face. There are still scars and a missing eyeball there, but you can tell there is a white light glowing in that empty socket. Whoa. And Hannah, you have permanently gained the uh, the edge alertness. What? What is going on? Okay. <laughs> wow! Holy crap! Uh, this is so wow. crazy. I'm just and you have lost the your hindrance. For wow. One spirit roll. I, I, I'm kind of just waiting for the the, the, the boot to drop, but this is awesome. Um, okay. So Everett's just gonna look at you and just say, uh, "Your eyes still, still gone, but uh, there's, there's a," and he kind of smiles. There's a light I'm pretty used to behind it. And then he kind of puts his. He's getting up at this point. He kind of like puts his hand on his shoulder, kind of raises himself. With his hand resting on her shoulder while he's standing, he just says, you're going to like this. And he's kind of like flexing his hands now and looking around. And I think I've got something else, if you don't mind. 
So he's looking around the room, seeing kind of how the fight shook out, kind of wondering what really happened. And he looks over at the desk, and he sees Wallace peering up over it, and he sees William. And his eyes look at William. And he's just like... (laughs) Oh my gods, you... Of course, you, of all people, would be a god's damned lawman. <laughs> and and William is kind of looking at him, and he he kind of kind of shrugs a little and says, "Well, <laughs> I will say I don't uh, I don't throw in with your gods, but I do believe in justice and." Even if that justice might have had something to do with them placing me in the path of this lily liver. He looks down at the body on the floor. I suppose I might be able to accept at least that. And you kind of see something in Everett's eyes, too, that you've probably not seen before. Even though he's joking about you being a lawman, there does seem to be some modicum of respect in the way he's looking at you. He flicks his eyes over to the corpse and sees the clear bullet wound in his head. And he looks back to you, William, and he kind of dips his head down and he just says, and same goes to you. I don't normally take too kindly to lawmen, but I was down and out for this one. So I appreciate it. And I think, uh, I think the sense of, at least for William, the, I know it might be, I know it's probably not the same for Everett, but for William, you know, the sense of, sense of honor and camaraderie, even if it is with the unsavory types, you know, that still matters to him. So I think he's just going to step up and extend a hand. And Everett will grasp it. I think they do the, uh, he won't go for a handshake. He'll go for the... The arm, the like, arm. The clasp arm the arm yeah. things. Yeah, yeah, I like that one so much. <laughs> so what is Wallace doing at this point? I, I have way? to say one thing. Okay. Andrew the player is still really, really worried. <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that. <laughs> because I just got healed all the way, and Hannah just got an edge and lost a hindrance, and I just need to get it out of my system right now. How that was it? That was an expensive spirit roll. I'm sorry. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna. uh, What is happening to Wallace right now? I was gonna just chime in that as they're shaking hands, this quiet, tense moment of respect is punctuated by (coughs) and blood spattering all over the table. And you guys look, (laughs) and Wallace's nose is just like mostly missing in like the front. And there's a huge gash on the side of his face where the bullet took a chunk out of him. And he's just like kind of breathing heavy. He's not even aware of what's happening in the room because of how injured he is. Yeah. 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 He's like leaning on the desk for support. I think upon hearing this, uh, this is also kind of the first time that uh, William has noticed he turns and sees him and he kind of rushes, rushes over and then very, very gently... Uh, and he's he's over the top of the desk right now. Yeah, is that what Basically I basically just imagine I'm leaning on it for support, but I'm barely standing. <laughs> okay, uh, then he's gonna rush over, probably under the right side, and gently lift lift an arm around his shoulders, like, all right, all right, Wally, easy, uh, uh, easy. Thank, yeah. thank you. Yeah, 
Like, you lost a piece right there, you know. <laughs> and he kind of, he brings him around the front. Is there, is there like a table or something or a chair I can set him down? You can set him down to one of the waiting chairs. Yeah, I think I'm going to, if he's leaning on me, I'm going to like mostly support him and then gingerly kind of set him in the chair. He, he does without question. <laughs> he just follows the lead. And uh, could we, um, could I make a, could I make a general search roll for, uh, I don't know why exactly they would, they might have medical supplies here, but can I look? Wallace has medical I do, supplies. Just so we you had know, med kits in our supplies. I have, which uh, some first I have two kits, first aid yes, kits in my bag and then one that's like, I've used twice already. So I have a lot of medicine stuff. Yeah, I have three first aid kits too, so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think as you guys are kind of doing this, um, having heard that the gunshots have stopped, I think you guys hear noise on the stairs and you turn around and you can see Maisie come down with her shotgun and then like looks around, realizes, okay, everything's fine. That guy looks really injured, runs over and says, oh my goodness. And she kind of like, uh, she kind of like ma- helps you ha- sit him down and says, uh, I'll run upstairs and see if we've got any doctors in the house. The, I'm sure they, they're not busy anymore. And she runs back upstairs um, while you guys are kind of setting him down. Hmm. I think while this is all going on, Everett's just kind of looking at what's going on. And he just says, uh, so that uh, that that nice dead gent over there, he, uh, he said something about needing to come... Uh, I'm assuming kill the sheriff because he knew too much. Um, he wouldn't tell me why, but it seemed yeah, like we uh, were... this was all. Sorry. No, no, that, he was going to cut off there if you cut him okay. off. So. Yeah, yeah, we were uh, talking with the sheriff upstairs, and um, Abby seems to be summoning some kind of evil dark force. That's where those zombies were coming from. She was bringing them. And while you guys were down here with this guy, I. I talked to him some more, and he said that the best way that we can take down Abby is to make sure that she can't talk. So, whenever we go to, you know, take her down, first thing we need to do is make sure she can't talk because that's how she uses her magic, is with her mouth. And he turns to, uh, William turns kind of sharply to, to Mary Jo, and hearing this news, uh, like he knew that she was, he knew that she was, uh, that she was crooked already. But then, just hearing this and like the gravity of this situation has really come home to him in this moment because she, you know, she sent an assassin after us. She led us on a wild goose chase when she promised me information. And you know, he he is he is visibly angry, and he looks at he looks at Mary Jo and he says, "Well." You can't exactly speak if you don't have a tongue. I was thinking <laughs> something pretty similar myself. And Everett chimes in and he just says, and he has a smirk on his face that gets wider and wider as he talks into a full grin. And he just says, so you're telling me that the sheriff that locked me up is behind all this and I get to take her out. Correct. Mm, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, at that point, I think Maisie comes back down, and she's dragging this half-clothed, uh, very 
drunk looking man. Um, and she drags him down the stairs and says, you get your ass down here, mister, you gotta help this poor boy out. And she drags him over to Wallace and kind of like shoves him down. And this guy kind of like looks at Wallace and, and he's just like, just barely got his pants on at this point. And he's just like looking at Wallace going, oh boy, that looks nasty. Wallace is like <laughs> wheezing as he breathes. And he turns around and, sorry. Yeah. He turns around and starts uh, dictating like some supplies that Maisie can go get him. And uh, yeah, I think one of you guys can pull out Wallace's first aid kit and he can start getting to work on Wallace. And um, who wants to do the uh, first aid role here? Or the heal role? It wouldn't be the doctor? No, it would not be the doctor. That'd be too easy. I think. No, uh, with, with the doctor's assistant, it comes to being a reg. It comes to being a regular old heel roll, uh, and okay. you don't get any negative ones to any of it. Or okay, anything. gotcha. But someone still has to do the roll. It's what normally what's the actual roll called again? Healing, or is it something different? I would say the roll would probably healing. go to Wesley because William was helping him. But yeah, I wouldn't. There's a that. healing skill. Yeah, I'll. Uh, I also have a D4 minus two, so. Yeah, I'll make the, I'll make the roll. Although I don't think I have a. Yeah, it's gonna be a D4 and a D6 for you. Yeah. Unless somebody has better stats than that. Yeah. No, the only one with the healing skill is Wallace. Yep. <laughs> the one who needs it. They always say go. They always say heal go himself for the, the doctor's help. Healer's the first. One D4. Yep, the, the healer is the linchpin. And 1d6. Oh, no. Three, that's a failure. <sighs> you want to try to roll again? You still got three uh, three bennies left. Did we get any bennies? And I am going to give you guys, uh, you guys all get one at the beginning of the round. And then Mary Jo is also going to get one when you uh, say, extra. When you say Yay. round, you mean session? Session, yeah. yeah. Uh, Mary Jo gets one extra for doing that thing that she did. <laughs> Which is awesome. so awesome. Like, I'm still kind of reeling from how cool that was. I'm actually going to yeah. have Everett one, too, just because I liked his response at the end there. Okay, so. yeah. Uh, so, William, do you want to? Um, yes, but I also have a question, Susanna. Um, do you believe that Andrew and I would deserve one for that sort of reconciliation we did with our characters? I'll give you one extra, too. I think that's fine. Yeah, I already got one for that, though. I think that mine was just a general. Oh, response. you did. Okay, I didn't. So, yeah. So. But now you do. So you have five bennies currently. Would you like to use one to try to re-roll yes, that D6? Yes, I will re-roll the D6. And it did not help. Who else Man. wants to try to heal him? I guess Mary um, Jo. Because her thinking is, well, I just got help from gods to heal him, so maybe I'll have good luck helping with this too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe <laughs> you're on that. You're on that. She doesn't really know high. what she's been given at this point. Yeah, nope. yeah. I was given a knife and told to kill people. We don't know what her bonds no. are now. <laughs> yeah, so she's still kind of like reeling. I think she's just a little bit in shock still. So she just like automatically is like, ah, someone needs help and goes to help. Yeah, just because That's it's automatic. like. I understand this. Someone is hurt and I can help. I don't understand yes. that. So I'm going to do this instead. Yeah, go ahead and roll. Oh my gosh. Damn. I got a one on the D4. I got a five on the D6. Um, yeah, I think that does it. That's at least one wound down. Okay. Uh, you can keep going. You're, you're allowed to keep rolling? 
Yeah, you can keep rolling. How long does each oh. take? Until she wise? fails, she can keep taking wounds off of him. Oh, okay. I I oh, so I roll the d6 again? I think that's how we've done it before. I think we have to see okay. how much time each heal roll takes. It's though. 10 minutes. Okay. And we it's have 10 hour, minutes per healing. And we have an hour to try? And you have an hour to try. Is so that's your first 10 minutes. Is anything happening in those 10 minutes? What? Is anything happening in those 10 minutes? Um, no. Okay. I think the doctor is, is, like, helping out as you guys try to do stuff. I think, like... You know, William comes in there and bumbles his way around and doesn't able to do anything, and the doctor kind of pushes him out of the way, and then Mary Jo comes in and is actually useful. So <laughs> if you want to roll again, you can take another 10 yeah, minutes to do it. I was I'll just try. trying to make sure we didn't have that whole, like, famous Western scene where they're, like, coming up to the saloon, and they're like, you know, hey, you, come on out. You know, like, I want to make sure there's no, like, nope. pangers on trying to come after us still. I got a one on the next one, so. Well, you still get to roll the d4. Oh. That's a two. Nope. Okay, so that's all that she can do. Yeah. Anyone else want to try? I mean, I have a D4 minus two. I don't think I'm going to be much help. That's worth a try. If you, if you, you know, raise on it, you could do it. Yeah. And I do have first aid kits. And Go he ahead. clearly took a, a shot trying to help. So he sees all this going down and he says, uh, I see you uh, joined the fight too there, huh? You talking to me? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's talking. I'm to just walls. gonna look at him and go, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, "Cause you like his nose is so well, screwed uh, up. I don't think he can talk properly just yet because he's not quite used to not having okay. having a piece of his face missing." I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think uh, he's just gonna be like, "Well, uh, I think uh, a battle scar well earned deserves uh, some kind of help, even though." It's not really my forte. I can't say this ain't gonna hurt, but uh, I can see what I can do. Seems like everyone else is uh, not quite doing it today. At, at this point, it and can't uh, really hurt much worse. <laughs> and he chuckles a Poor bit, Wallace. and I'll go ahead and try to roll. <laughs> Brace my nose. <laughs> so I got a two on the D4 and a six. I actually oh, got a six on the roll D6. Again. And a three. Minus two still makes that a seven. That's a seven, so that is enough to at take another wound off of him. Do you want to try again? Might as well. You're down to only one wound. Two on the D4 and a two on the D6. Okay, so that's all you're going to do. So zero. Wallace, if you'd like, you can go ahead, since you are only, you're only at a negative one now, you can go ahead and try to heal yourself of that Hold last wound if you'd like. So I tried to heal twice. Mary Jo tried to heal twice. William tried to heal once, once. and failed. So this is the last chance. because This the is the hour. last chance. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yep. I might as well. And you only have a minus one on it too, so. Yeah, and it's a D6, so. You got this. A six. Oh, hey, yes. okay. Yeah, you don't need to roll again. You are back to being normal. I think it's going to take some time. You know, you should probably rest for a little while, but, you know, mechanically, you are pretty much back to normal. All, all how do the mechanics up. work with Everything's the wound, sewed. too? I don't know how. Yeah. With the wounds, he has, he has taken away the wounds. So okay. his only wound that I, like, mechan like, uh, like, that I rolled for him was the face thing. So right. he still has the, ung the ugly I'm saying thing. mechanically, is there a way to get rid of those? Because I know there's a way to get rid of mine, which actually brings up the question. Am I still down strength or did that get Nope, you have been back to normal. So you okay. can put back your two but normally when strength. you get wounds like that. I Normally you have way. to rest. Yeah. Okay, so that's, if he rests, what I say. he'll mechanically like lose his... Yeah. Okay. But he won't mechanically lose that ugly because he's just stuck with it now. Thematically, okay, we he's did He's not going to regrow his nose. That's um, true, yeah. yeah. 
when when I took all that damage, we were like, I just soak it, and it, well, we were like, just the bullets just went through. It came out the other yeah. side. Yeah. So, so you like, have been just... so straight. You're not like not in pain. Oh yeah, no, it's still but, bad. You know. But. All right. So what do you guys do next? Uh, just for flavor, I think in the interim, uh, William has been patching up his because he. I don't think he was actually officially wounded. He was just shot with a few no yeah you, you can definitely do that i think the doctor probably once once wallace is finished patches up comes over and helps you and then yep alcohol goes back upstairs needle and thread you know bandages then i think william is gonna look around at them now that they're all back together and say well seems to me we got uh <laughs> we're gonna be running against the clock to get back there to town before she before she does something even worse yeah we got a Two days right ahead of us. I think we need to get going as fast as we can. And the sheriff is still upstairs, right? He is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, then he like, he desperately doesn't want to go back right now, right? Yeah, he don't want to come back with you guys. Okay. So then I think uh, I think he turns to Mary Jo. Uh, Mary Jo, you, you said you... Uh, <laughs> you said, you said that he, he at least talked to you. Uh, just... Um, what if, what if you just go tell him uh, tell tell him to stay tell him to stay here we're not we're not bringing him back he <laughs> looks scared out of his wits uh, keep him here and just tell him where we're going and uh, we'll send someone for him after I think Everett chimes in and he just says well that tracker came here and found him do you think it's good to leave him here. I mean, I'm not saying bring him with us or anything. I'm just saying maybe see if this uh, woman here has a place for him. Why don't you guys go see if there's anyone ready to take us up the river? I'll go talk to them, meet you guys there. Uh, I think I think William just nods and, and heads out the door because he's going to try to find uh, either if there is a noticeable building for things like that or if he's just going to ask around. I think Everett will realize that his gun wasn't still in his hand and like look around and see it. Like maybe William put it up on the counter when he grabbed yeah, his own yeah, guns. You could do that. And he looks at it and sees that like a shot's not in it and kind of like, hmm. And then just kind of like take it back and kind of realize he must have been taken at some point for the fight. Okay. Yeah. So you guys do that. Um, Mary Jo, you, you go up and I think Maisie is upstairs again and she's sitting with the sheriff in his room. Um, and you walk in and you can see her. She has, she has put some sort of like wet cloth across his head and she's like tucked him back into bed and she's kind of like sitting there just like playing with the tops of his hair. And uh, she turns around and she takes her hand away as you walk in. Uh, the, uh, the tracker is dead, but uh, I'm not quite sure if anyone else knows he was coming here. So if you have somewhere else he can stay, it might be better to take him somewhere else for a few days, make sure this is really blown over. Yeah, all right. All right. Uh, I can send him down river a bit. My brother, he'll take care of him. Thank you for, for killing that guy, I guess. You and your friends, anyways. And then I think she looks at the sheriff and she says, uh, it's, that wound you have, if we kill Abby, is that damage gonna stop? 
Because I'm remembering when he showed us the wound, it was like necrotic damage. I'm wondering if it's linked to her or not. Yeah, he looks up at you and he's just really weak and he can barely do anything. And he says, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Right, well, regardless, we are getting back to town as quickly as we can and we are going to stop her. You hear me? All right. Thank you. Thank you a lot. And then I think she just tips her hat at them and leaves without saying anything else. Yeah. So you walk back outside and down to the river. And I think you can see all of the guys are down at the river. And I think William has probably talked some guy into letting you guys hop aboard. And it's probably another like $5 or something to go back down the river. And uh, you guys pay your $5 and hop on aboard. And uh, this time not having to paddle much since you're going against, you're not going against the current, you make it back much faster. And you guys can hop off and grab your horses if you'd like to. Uh, yeah, I think, I yes, think please. William's just gonna, he has a kind of a singular moment with, uh, with Sunny, just, you know, basically being horse whisperer for just a minute. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, boy, I'm alive. I'm like easy, easy, and and then he yeah. he gets up and he uh, I don't think he really says anything to the others because they explained all this back at the end there. So I think we're just gonna try to gallop it. Okay, yeah, you guys grab your horses, get on them, and uh, from this point on, I'm gonna go ahead and just narrate you guys going back. I'm not gonna really stop or do anything. If you have anything, you can go ahead and tell me what you need. I think the only thing that I would say is that Mary Jo would probably have a conversation with Everett about what happened, but... Oh, yeah. Um, All right, yeah. Let's yeah. say um, you guys get on your horses and you start riding, and it's probably a couple of hours later, and Mary Jo, you're still kind of getting used to... I think maybe even riding Seeing. makes you just a little seasick, like a little motion sick, just because, like, it's been so long, you're, you're, you're like automatically kind of moving your head a little bit so that you can get better depth perception, but that isn't working anymore. Like you have good depth perception now. Yeah. You know, so you're kind of like, it's it's just, you're kind of like getting used to it after a while. And we'll say it was probably about one o'clock in the afternoon when you guys left. And it is probably getting close to seven o'clock now. The town of Tuskstead is coming into view. So I think she finally just kind of like, she's just been silently processing everything this whole time. And she kind of like pulls back. So they're like on their own in this like posse, you know, as they're riding. And she kind of calls over to him and is like, Everett, uh, back at, you know, in the maze, uh, you, you were pretty much dead. And I called on your gods, your the the reckoners, to help you. And I I made a, a deal with them to bring you back. And Everett is just kind of listening to this and he's kind of nodding along as it goes on, and he just says Hmm, well, uh I too met them in the maze so uh what's uh it seems like you have questions 
Yeah, um, well, first of all, I, I thought you, you were crazy, but I guess you were right this whole time, so, uh, he's, sorry he's about that. He's smirking, beaming at her, <laughs> and he just says, <laughs> well, uh, part of my calling is to, uh, bring reckoning to those that, uh, the time has come for, but the other part is to spread the word about the true gods of this world now. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it feels good to be this powerful. Right. As far as them and what they did, I mean, for me, I, uh, in a moment of need, I found this shard of reckoning and that's when I learned about them. I don't know what it was like for you, but for me, it was more of a feeling. I can't say why they do what they do, but their power is obvious, and that's really it. It's There's there's no questioning their power. I can't say that I understand it much more beyond that. They, um... They spoke to me and asked me what I could give them. And then... I think uh, Everett actually kind of raises his eyebrows as you're saying that, but you can keep going, but... Uh, they, they asked me what I could give them to bring you back, and I said I didn't know what I could give, and they made me put on some shackles, so... But they didn't say more than that. Hmm... They did, they've never, I wouldn't say they've directly spoken with me before. For me, it's more of an instinct, a feeling when I'm communing with my knife that they gave me. So I'll, I'll just know if they try to talk to me again? I, I guess. I mean, he's looking at her wrists and he's like, I don't see any manacles. What do you mean they made you put on manacles? Like, what did you see? They they laid out these manacles and had me put them on, I think, as a sign of service to them. Mm. Well, as I said, they, uh, they work in ways that are mysterious and can't say much more beyond that. Uh, I'm not really much of a, uh, any smiles like he, he tends to do when he's thinking about things like this or when he thinks he's funny. And he says, uh, I'm not really much of a, uh, a priest or anything like that. You know, I just, uh, I kind of feel things out. So I don't know if I'm the right person to talk to about this. I think, yeah, Mary Jo just nods and leaves it at that for now. (laughs) So you guys keep riding and it's probably like seven o'clock. Do you guys stop riding when you reach Tusted or are you going to keep going? I would assume we would. I mean, or we? Oh, maybe not. I mean, it would depend on. Yeah. It would depend on fatigue levels. Do do we think we can push on? Or. I think you can keep going for a little while. Do we think we could ride through the night and make it or not? No. Okay. You would probably only make it to the new mountains. Okay. Okay. Uh, Then I'd say we'd try to at least make it there. If if we have the energy to spare, then I would say go on since we're on the clock. 
I just want to put it out there, um, as we're, like, approaching Tuskstead. Um, which side of town did we encounter that big old rat? What was it? Yeah. Rattler thing? <laughs> Rattler. It might be best for us to rest in town where we're yeah, going to... Yeah, I... <laughs> Go ahead. No, that's it. Just, like, Who's where we're going to be guaranteed some safety. Yeah, I don't want my can I don't want us to get attacked in the middle of the night again. Last time we lost one, and I don't think we can afford that another time. <laughs> William sees the sense in it, although he's he's a little upset just because he knows that for every minute that they're out here, uh, that she could be ruining things or setting things up for when we get back. Because like his thinking is that upon the death of her tracker, she. Uh, he's assuming that he had some way to notify her of that fact if he ever did drop. <laughs> well, does he... If he raises a concern, I think Mary Jo would just say, we don't have to rest the whole night. We just rest a couple hours and we keep going because we need to get there fast. But mm. it's better to rest here where it's safe. Mm. And, yeah, I think they'd agree on, you know, a few hours, not entirely, but a few hours, yeah. Everett considers for a moment, and he says, Well, I uh, I don't think I really care either way. I can see the sense in both options. But if we're going to stay in town, maybe we could have that witch take a look at you. Because she knows our lords now. And he kind of smiles as he looks at Mary Jo. Oh, boy. <laughs> I think Mary Jo feels a little bit uneasy at that because it's still a new thing, but she just kind of, like, nods, and she's like, that's not a bad idea. For all we know, she might be uh, willing to put us up even. Who knows? <laughs> Sleepover at Mama's. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think William looks at the two of them kind of more surprised at Mary Jo at this idea. And he's just like, if you want to stay under the roof of that devil woman, that's your business. I'm going to keep it into town. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it. I got a fresh, fresh hole in my face. And last time I was near her with a hole of that kind, I became a sock puppet. So I don't want that again. I'm going to stay in town. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really funny thinking about it because it was William and Wallace who were the ones that got healed last time. Yeah. So they've got this like negative memory of the They're other like, two. They're like mama PTSD. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys are going to stay in town. William and Wallace are going to go to the inn. And Everett and Mary Jo are going to go to see Mama. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Okay. So you guys go and you arrive in front of Mama's house and you kind of, you reach your hand to knock on the door. The door flings open and she looks up at you and goes, what? <laughs> I think Mary Jo just looks over at Everett like, take the lead, please. <laughs> and Everett just kind of looks at her because he was expecting her to talk first because we're here for her. But he kind of reads the fact that she's not a... Uh, She's, she's kind of looking to me, so he just looks back to Mom, and he says, uh, So, um, you know our lords as well. And uh, he looks over at Mary Jo. She uh, she just had a run-in with them, bringing me back from the brink of death. And uh, I guess we're just curious if you know 
what kind of bond she has now. Uh, it's not really my uh, specialty, I'll say. Mama gets up close, hasn't even let you guys in the door yet. Looks up at you, kind of gets up on her tippy toes and looks in your eyes. And she goes, Huh! Well, that's weird. <laughs> that's all she says. <laughs> I think Mary Jo lifts her good brow at her and goes, uh, uh, what's what's weird? Can you give me some more information? I'm sorry. I, I didn't believe in gods before, so this is a little bit new for me. You've been touched by the lords. What they want from you? They uh, always ask something. They had me put on these manacles around, you know, around my wrists. Ah, yes. Yes. Well, when you feel a tug, you better go that way. And she, like, grabs your shirt and just kind of, like, gives it, like, a tug. As in, like, this is an example. <laughs> that That's that's it? That's all, all they want? Well, I'm sure they'll be more specific later. Anyways. And then she shuts the door in your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> I feel like we didn't really get the answers we were looking for. Oh, well. <laughs> it's something, I guess. I think she just, like, looks over at Everett and just, like, shrugs. It's like, I guess that's all we're gonna know. And and Everett just kind of shrugs back and he just says, Yeah, I uh, guess so. I mean, uh, kind of makes sense. I mean, like I said, they don't really tell me to do things. I just get a feeling to do things. I can tell when I please them, so it's pretty easy, I guess. They're, they're, they're uh, in my opinion, they're not very demanding. I mean, they just want me to kill people, and that's, uh, <laughs> that's cool. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you guys gonna go to the inn? I yeah. guess so, yeah. All right. You guys spend the night in the inn, and the next day you get back on your horses and start riding. You ride across the plains. I think we can pull back and we can see you guys riding as fast as you can on your horses. This dust and dirt getting kicked up behind you in a big cloud as you go across the scrubland. And not very much farther, I think, in a couple of hours, you guys can see the new mountains where you encountered the rattler before. You guys arrive there very quickly, and you can see there are there is still carnage around here. There are still like you can still see like the, where the earth was ripped up and moved around, but you don't no longer see the rattler, and you don't see Cameron's body, of course. You guys keep riding and riding, and it is probably a good. It's probably like eight o'clock at night. You guys are pretty you know saddle weary at this point, but. You arrive back at town. As you ride up to the town, you are there in time to see this massive green storm cloud swirling over the top of the town. <sighs> Sickly yellow lightning streaks down and sets a building on fire as you guys get closer. 
you get the feeling it may be a little too late for what you wanted. What do you do? Well, at least I know it wasn't my house. <laughs> well, it's not like we can wait now, so I think I'd pull up on the outskirts and he looks he looks ahead and sees this cloud over town and he just says, I have seen a lot in my time, but I have never seen something like that. I think we just need to find Abby as quick as we can and we take out that witch's tongue. I am all on board for that plan and uh, if now's my time, it'll be one hell of a way to go out. Well, he looks around at the others and he's like, I was going to suggest more of a stealth approach, but uh, he nods toward the very obvious storm cloud. It's probably not going to happen now, but uh, whatever happens on the other side of this, we might all be different people, but I've been glad to ride with you. I think Mary Jo just like tips her hat. <laughs> As they're all saying their cool one-liners, you just hear a soft click as Wallace has kind of pulled his carbon, his pappy's rifle off his back, and he is kind of just checking the ammo, and he just kind of puts it up and sights it in. You know, I keep walking in there and getting hit like I've been run over by a horse. I can hit a can from pretty far away. I wonder if I could take out, you know, her tongue with this. From nice and far away. You know, that, that might not be a <laughs> you, bad idea. You definitely hear Everett <laughs> chuckle a little bit. And he's looking between everybody and he says, uh, you know, he's like kind of looking back at uh, first at William and he says, you're right, it has been a pleasure riding with all of you. I think this is the first time I can say that I've ever enjoyed any kind of company ever since I've met all of you I've got to bring very very satisfying reckonings to many and he looks first at William and he says this is the first time that I've ridden with a lawman and not only that enjoyed it and he nods to him (laughs) it's the first time I've ridden with now a fellow follower of the Reckoners. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how that turns out for you. And he looks to Wallace and he says, and it's also the first time that I've ridden with a self-proclaimed, very obvious coward who seems to maybe not quite be that way so much anymore. I like the way you think. Let's let's take this witch out. And then he kind of... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. You guys, yeah, and you ride into town. Wallace, you want to stay sort of on the outside so that you can hide Yeah. More? Okay. Yeah, you guys ride into town. I think Wallace stays towards the back. And you guys approach the center of the town. You can see the, the eye of the storm is over the center of the town. You go in and there's there's winds whipping against you, moving your clothing around and almost knocking Mary Jo's hat off of her head. And you guys get closer and, and it calms down. You are now in the center of this storm. And in the center of town, there used to be a fountain. And now there is a 
a large gathering of people in the middle of town. They're all tied up and sitting on the ground in the middle of this town. And you see two of those other deputies, the two that uh, were there before, the big beefy looking dudes, are standing there with knives out on the edges of this circle, just kind of circling around. They're completely naked except for underwear and they have this paint all over their bodies that is kind of like different like colors and designs. And they're just circling around. If someone moves, they move towards the person like they're about to go stab them and then the person sits back. And each person seems to be not in good shape. It looks like they were already beaten. And they're all just kind of sitting there in the middle of the town waiting for something to happen. And at the be- and in front of them all, holding out her hand and chanting something. And you can see lightning coming down from the clouds and striking her- the tips of her fingertips. And she is chanting, you can see, acting Sheriff Abby. What do you do? If we can, I oh, have to make her shut up. How do we do that? Um, hmm. We stuff something in her mouth. I think Walsh's <laughs> idea was good. Yeah, yeah, shoot her in the mouth. I mean, I know that, but I'm just wondering. Her back is turned to you as you walk in. Oh. Have the, have the thugs noticed us? I don't think so, oh, not yet. Ooh. Wait, it's let me see. o'clock at night, too, so. Okay, I have an edge called free runner which means i ignore difficult ground and add plus two to athletics and foot chases would that give me any kind of advantage to i also have stealth in urban environments from my thief edge Mm -mm. want to try to run in there and hit her yeah i think so okay i will let you go ahead and roll stealth you're going to be the only one that gets to do it as as she was approaching could i just like quietly climb off my horse and try and find a spot to post up. Yeah, absolutely. Behind cover. Let's go ahead and have you go first and then we are going to I'm going to if you roll stealth correctly, if you roll well enough, uh, I'm going to say that you get a surprise round and then we're going to roll for initiative. Mm, okay. Awesome. <laughs> so, I have a D8 in stealth and I get a plus 1 with my thief edge. Okay, great. You know, honestly, I have stealth too. I don't have the thief edge, though. I'm giving Mary Jo and Everett an extra uh, Benny as well, by the way. Oh. I think I'm going to try and go from the opposite side that she is, so whatever way she's Uh. weaving through buildings, I'm going to try and come from the opposite side and have my gun and knife at the ready. Okay, you roll stealth as well. Okay. (gasps) That's an 8 on the D8 and a 1, so a 9 total. Okay, you are good. Uh, You both are going to make it. I I gave this a plus 1, but you still with a 5. Got it, Hannah? Do you get anything for a stealth roll? Like, do you get like an extra attack or, or if, an extra If I had to damage? beat a five because you gave it a plus one, I would have raised. So I don't know if that does anything either. No, I'm not saying I, I made it more difficult. I'm right, saying she I'm got saying. it. I'm saying even with it being more difficult, I still raised. Oh, yeah. So I don't know what we have to read. I don't know what you get with a stealth. What do you yeah. even get with stealth? I think we just have to look it up in the book. It's just It just says the ability to sneak and hide. I'm not sure. Sneaking up on someone is a stealth roll opposed by notice. Oh, okay, so I have to roll notice. Okay, I'll go ahead and do that then. And mine is actually a six because I have a plus one with my thief edge. Okay, so yours is a six, his is a nine. Let's see what she notices. Hopefully nothing. As for the attack, um, if you get a successful stealth roll, the- Four, (laughs) she only rolled a four on a d6, so she doesn't notice either one of you. The victim is vulnerable. Vulnerable, thank you. That is the thing I need to do. 
with a raise, the attacker has the drop. Damn. Okay. Instead. She rolled a four. You still have the drop. Okay, uh, Andrew, you're going to have um, plus four to your attack and damage rolls. And I believe vulnerable means she has a negative one against anything else because we ha- we did this before. Okay. Um, so, Hannah, you are going to have a plus one, basically, to your... Well, she you have to hit less for her on uh, the attack. So she's vulnerable to you for plus one. Okay. So what are you guys going to do? You have snuck up on her both. She does not notice you because she's in the middle of doing this ritual and didn't expect anyone to show up. So yeah. I, what do you do? Can I add one little thing real quick? I just read. Um, if a character who is success... The drop adds plus four to the attack and damage rolls against the target for one action. If the character takes enough damage to be shaken or worse, they have to make a vigor roll or they're just knocked out. Oh, frick. <laughs> Which that, wow. could, that could end... If you roll well, that could end this right now. You could end drop it this right, right now. now. Yeah. Oh my God. All right. Okay, so... This is gonna be a big roll then, guys. Okay, idea, okay, so. so this is what I think happens. I think... Since Let's this let is, you go first, Hannah. Yeah, so I think what... Since this is, you know, these two new people bound by the Reckoners, and yeah. I know that we had just... We had talked about, like, cutting out her tongue, and Everett has the shard of Reckoning. I think yeah. what Mary Jo's intention is, is to sneak up on her and basically wrap her arms around her chest and keep her arms pinned down at her side to give Everett a better opportunity to attack her and cut out her tongue. Excellent. Yeah. Roll me a grapple check. What skill is that? I don't know. <laughs> I believe it's agility. Uh, agility uh, athletics. Yes, it's athletics. Athletics. Uh, that is athletics. Go ahead. And... Okay. I have a D6 in athletics. Yeah, the way I like to see this happening is, and like I said, you we only have to hit a three. The way I like to see this happening is I we think. came from opposite on, sides of like jokes. the buildings in town, and then we both just kind of rush out from alleyways. Yes. Her grabbing her and me trying to rip, cut her tongue out. Oh no! <laughs> I got a one. On okay, my hang first on. One. Oh, hang on. Okay. Grappling is an opposed role between the attacker and defender's athletics. Oh. Okay. Okay. So what did you well, roll? S- you rolled a one. Try, well, you know, roll your second one. Yeah. You got bennies. You got bennies. Oh my bennies. gosh, okay, I'm <laughs> using a benny. Fail. Hang on, I'm not sure you could use a benny on a crit fail. What? Oh no. Oh my. But she's vulnerable, it was so perfect. Yeah, but I she's know. vulnerable, but Everett still has the drop on her, so this yeah. is gonna be so epic, and now I'm screwed. It was, yeah, yeah, you cannot use a benny on a critical failure. <sighs> Oh, no. uh, that sucks. Well, Everett could still deal it. Yeah, because I still have yeah. the drop. Yeah, <sighs> but we have to see how this resolves. I'm gonna wait on this critical failure because this is technically all in the same round because it's your surprise round. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna let Everett go first and then decide what happens. Okay, so okay. I'm trying to like grab her tongue because if she dies, I'm not gonna let this critical failure go through. Okay, I'm, I was just supposed to like grab her tongue as she's talking and like cut it out basically, or maybe just stick my knife in and cut it out. Yeah, you're just gonna try to stick your knife in her head and cut it out. Yeah, I see. Yeah, roll to hit. You get a plus four. Really? Because you got the drop on her. Cool. I like this. I like this a lot. I got a mean eight. eight on my D10. Okay. Four plus the four that you gave me for a, yeah. And she gets a minus one, so I don't know if I 
I don't know if that it doesn't apply to her. Parent, you don't get a minus one on this. You just yeah, have to drop yeah. on her. So I just got the drop. So okay, I will tell you right now. You have not, you have not raised on her. Okay. Do you want to use a Benny to try to reroll that? Yes. Okay. Because I was thinking, like I rolled below half. So if I get lucky and roll better, then I might raise on. Okay. Her. Roll again. I still have Benny's. You still I have two, a two left. I'm gonna try again. I mean, this is the moment. <laughs> It's a five. This is the moment. I'm going to do yeah. it one more time. I'm going to use that last. I just rolled a five. It's still not enough. All right, whatever this roll is, you have to accept it, I think. Uh, no, you take you just take the highest. Pies? Yeah. Okay. Five. <gasps> Man. Okay. Rolled another five. five. Okay, so I got a, a nine total. Okay. You do not raise on her. Dang. She has a toughness of six. So if you question. had gotten a six, you would have raised. Hey Mike, didn't that rule say that if I shake her, or did I have to That's, wound that her has too? To, that has to deal with damage. So if you deal enough damage oh. to make her oh, shake in that case, she goes unconscious. Oh, it depends on the. You damage. still have a chance. You have plus four to your damage roll as well. Yeah. So go ahead and roll again. Right. Okay. If you didn't want, by the way, if you don't want to use that last Benny, if you had the five, because I I thought this was the roll. You don't have to. No, I said I used it, so okay. I, I think I That's need to fine. live with that decision because I was trying to get like a six, a seven, and eight. I was trying. To yeah, you were trying to raise on her, but yeah. it's fine. So. All right, go ahead and right. roll with plus four. All right. <gasps> Uh-oh. I got an eight on a D8 because I roll a D8 and a D4 for roll again. damage on this knife. So I got a one on the D4. Rerolling the eight, I get a six. So I get eight plus six plus, plus one is 15. Plus four is 19. Plus my usual two is 21 damage. <gasps> Just a second. <laughs> Holy wow. crap. Oh, my gosh. If this actually works. Uh... <laughs> I hope we just killed her. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. She's not dead, but she is completely knocked out. <laughs> so let me explain what happens. Okay, I was going to say I might have something too. Something Tell me how you remove her tongue. Oh. Okay. So as we rode into town, we kind of made this plan to try to sneak in since we had the cover of night and kind of come from opposite sides. And as we're kind of sneaking up on her, you know, Mary Jo goes for the grab, but something goes wrong with it. And I think Everett just like... Can I say that the something that goes wrong is that she gets like shocked by the lightning that's on her fingertips or something? That's exactly okay. what's like, going to happen. Yeah. Okay. And gets yeah. like blown back. So Everett just like goes with it. He just runs up there from behind her. Because she might have like turned towards Mary Jo or something in that moment, and he pulls her hair, pulls her by the hair, and like pulls her back, and he just says, "I've got your tongue," and he <laughs> sticks his knife in and carves it out of her mouth. Oh. Yeah, excellent. She doesn't even expect this happening. Mary Jo, you run up there and you try to grab onto her, and I think maybe she like turns and sees you. You like get your hand in front of her face. She turns and sees you. And as you do, your hand reaches out and just gets zapped, and you immediately take damage. Okay, for once I didn't roll a, oh. a six on the d6. My tough you take eight, eight points of damage. Yeah. So I'm just shaking. So, yeah, you are shaken, and you are blown back a couple of feet. And she smiles at you as you're blown back, smiles, lifts her, opens her mouth to say something. Everett reaches back, grabs her hair, and carves her tongue out. And she immediately just drops down onto the ground. And I think Everett probably just like slams her head on the ground after oh, that. Oh, yeah, I just like 
throw, yeah, like yeah. throw her down. And she yeah. hits the ground, and immediately there's just this quiet. Her two accomplices holding their holding their knives are just like looking around, shocked and surprised. And as this happens, you guys hear this crack. And you look up, and you can see in the middle of this group of people, they immediately start trying to get up and crawl away, the people in the middle there. And you see this this thing, this dark, like, like a shadow. Like an, it's not even like a shadow, it's like an empty space. Like there should be something there. It's like a black hole in the shape of a man that comes out of this crack in the ground and starts to look around and it looks, and in your in, in your heads, all of you can hear, who commands me? And she's down on the ground, unconscious. Okay. Uh, I think in the interim, uh, if need be, I think William has, has ridden up and he sees this scene and he sees the two lackeys with the knives just looking around and he pulls, he pulls his guns one on one, one on the other, and then... This guy happens, and I don't know. Let me think. Uh, Does he say anything else, or he just waits? He just says, who commands me? And he's just kind of sitting there, I think waiting. If Mary Jo's not too, like, fried, <laughs> um, she would say, like, the witch that called you out here is... is... dead. I actually had a question first. Did the Reckoners tug on Mary Jo at all? No. In this moment? Okay. I don't feel any tugs. Okay. Neither one of you. And he looks around, and he looks down, and you see, you see him go, She commands me. She's not dead. Yeah, but she's trying He to says that, bluff. and Everett plunges his knife into her heart. You do. She's dead. And he, <laughs> Jonna, you can see this this... This kind of this creature kind of shifts towards you, and he bows in front of you. What do you do? Oh no! Everett like kind of like stands up from like plunging his knife into her heart, and he like looks up and sees it bowing to him, and he says, uh, "I'm not gonna lie, I really don't know how any of this works, but uh, if you'll take my commands, I can certainly give you some." <laughs> oh my gosh he stands up and starts to walk towards you and then he kneels in front of you and says what are your commands my master I must feed oh great and Everett just kind of smiles and he just says hmm I have an idea but I'd like to know first exactly what and how you feed. I take the souls of those you wish me to. They make me and you stronger. How does my knife feel about this? Oh, <laughs> spirit. <laughs> oh my god. I need to know if this is like going against the Reckoners or not, because I'm gonna just knife, command him to go away. Is the knife gonna be Guys, jealous? The Reckoners are gonna be like the Reckoners are gonna be Everett what? versus William and Wallace. Like Ooh. No, what I what I think is gonna happen is I just have 
a killing buddy to go with me forever now. I can I can guarantee you that. <laughs> but I want to make sure that this isn't going to piss the record. Yeah, roll spirit. Because otherwise, I'll just command it to go away. The knife's going to be jealous. It's like I was here first. I rolled a five. So that is a success, and in this case, a success means that the recorders don't like this. They you can feel your like knife. This. Like, when you're being told to kill, you can feel this kind of, like, hot burning sensation almost on your mm-hmm. knife. Like, it's warm. Like, it's saying, make that go away. Mm-hmm. What do you do? So, I get this feeling that this thing is not the kind of killing that I support, that my reckoners don't support this. Yeah. And I think I just say, mm, I don't like the feeling coming off of you. I command you to go back to wherever you came from and get your feeding there. Leave this place. There is no feeding where I go. Leave this place. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Are we going to have to fight this thing now? I'm sad that I didn't take you up on that offer to have a Benny back. Oh, it's a one on the first one. Oh. Let's see what my wild die is. It's a three. Oh, no. It stands up and holds its hands out over top of you. And you can see lightning flickering off of its fingers. And it says, I will not. I must feed. And it turns around and starts walking towards the tied-up people in the middle. What do you do? I, I have no idea how I'm going to hurt this thing. I mean, maybe my knife works, but... I don't even know if my guns will do a thing, considering this is a supernatural entity of some sort, but upon seeing this thing heading for people, I think William's natural instinct is going to be to redirect a pistol and attempt to shoot it. Should we try the shift cards? (laughs) Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think Everett, as this is happening, just kind of like, kind of like flicks his head to the side. He's just like, well, I guess uh, I don't command you. And he's going to charge the thing because he's got no other option since it didn't listen to him. I'm so sad that that didn't work. That would have been so cool. That would have been awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm sad also that I used up all my bennies, but I needed them. Yeah. We're going to draw for initiative. You took oh. out Abby with your bennies, so that was worth it. That's true. Yeah, it was worth it. I just... Susanna was Susanna was generous, and I didn't Everett first. <laughs> Ace. Nice. Mary Jo. Jack. Wallace. Joker. In my head, I was like, it'd be crazy if Wallace gets the Joker, because I have a <laughs> thing in mind for how Wallace is yeah. responding to this, and it's perfect. <laughs> nice. I was like, oh, if I had the Joker. I, I have no decide. clue what it is, but I can, yes. just from how you play, I know that that's going to be fun. And William eight. All right. And then this creature. Four. It is the bottom of the initiative. Joker, do you want to go first or do you want to wait? No, nah, I'm, I'm good. I'll wait. Okay. Andrew. All right. I charged this thing, so I'm going to see if my knife can do anything to it. I don't know how I'm going to attack a shadow man. Okay, go ahead. That is a four on the D10, and for my wild die, a four. So I assume that's not enough. Nope. Okay. I also, do I get any kind of, well, probably not, but do I get any kind of impression if my knife would even do anything? 
I don't think so, not in this case. Okay. Yeah, especially since I failed, so. Yeah. I figured probably not. Okay. Alright. Who's next? Me. I don't have any negatives to shooting now because I have full vision. So that's cool. Yeah. So I'm gonna shoot at this thing with my Spencer Carbine. Go ahead. Four, but I don't have a shooting skill, so I get a negative two, right? Yeah. Okay, so then I'm gonna use a Benny and reroll the d6 just to see if I can. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Either yeah way. so I miss. That's not gonna do it. Uh, you miss. This creature just seems to be shifting and moving around too much for you guys to really hit it. Uh, Wesley or Mike? Does Mike want to go before me? You can go. Okay, then I am going to attempt to use my gun because I don't want to get close to this thing. Okay, go ahead. A four and a five. You do hit this thing, um, but I'm not going to have you roll damage because you notice you definitely hit it. Like you can see the bullet go through this thing, but it seems to do nothing to it. Okay. Uh, then I think upon noticing this, I think he's going to call out to everyone in general. I could have I sworn I put the bullet through him, but nothing happened. We, we might have to pull back and see, see if we can regroup here quickly, quickly. And Wallace? Uh, I think this is a perfect time hearing him yell out. Um, there's a tiny part of me that wants Wallace to have, the moment that thing climbed out of the ground, to duck behind like the barrels that he had posted up on. And he's shaking and just sitting there holding his gun shaking. Okay. Um, f because we're not really going to get into this. But there's a character feature that I had picked when I made the character called Worst Nightmare. And it just says when he's true when it's, it's truly dark, he's a bit nervous. Something is watching him from the shadows. Yeah. So right now he is terrified because in his mind he believes he has encountered something like this before, and it shook him to his core. Is that okay with you if I just spend my turn being shaken? No, that's fine. Yeah, you do that. He's We're like, gonna go down, not and it's finally his turn. Not again, not again. It starts walking forward, it ignores you guys, and it walks towards, and it grabs onto one of the people out in, out in front of it, and it just lifts him up, and it just squeezes him. And this guy goes limp, and it just opens what looks like a mouth. And the guy disappears into the darkness. Was this, anybody the Wallace, what? was this anybody Wallace knew? Uh, it's entirely possible it was, yeah. But Wallace is hiding, so. Yeah. Oh, boy. We're back at the top of the round. I think Everett hears that, you know, William's pretty sure he put a bullet in and nothing happened. And all he can think to do is try to force this thing out again. And just say, whatever you are, the Reckoners don't take kindly to you. Leave this place. Roll spirit. Oh, I rolled a six on my wild die. Roll again. And then a one, so a seven. Okay. That's enough. Okay. You say leave this place, and this creature just kind of twists. Like, it's like it's like straining against something. And, and it looks back around you, and it starts, and it like falls down on the ground, and it starts crawling towards you. Like, just, 
you could see like where its its claws are making deep grooves in the ground as it moves towards you and and gets closer and closer and it reaches out and it says no and then you see the ground crack open and it just sucks it down into the ground and the ground closes back up again and everything is quiet i think everett just says well that was one heck of a bluff (laughs) i had no idea that that would even work (laughs) he chuckles to himself and I, I think, I think William rides up next to him. He looks down at the two of them, and he, of course, doesn't know that Wallace is hiding. But he looks down at the two of them, and he says, "I don't know about the two of you, but uh, I could use a drink. You in?" Well, Mary Jo is like looks at him kind of weird, and like turns her rifle onto one of the two lackeys that are still standing up there. Yeah, yeah like, they bolt. I don't know if you want to shoot him, but they bolt. As soon as this is over, they stay in their slack jawed for a couple of seconds, and then you turn your gun on them and they start running. I think oh, okay. Everett is still like, like he was thinking the same thing, like we need to make sure things are secure, but at the same time, he's kind of just like feeling awash with power because he literally just sent this thing back. Does that not want to make him kill someone? Not that it doesn't make him not want to kill somebody, but I think he's just still kind of like euphoric from... Yeah. <laughs> slicing somebody's tongue out, taking control of a shadow beast and commanding it to leave. Like he's still kind of just like, <laughs> yeah. like kind of tingling from it. So he, uh, he might notice and maybe take a shot at one of them as they're running away. I don't know if you okay. want to roll with that. Yeah. You, go, you guys say that you say, I think, uh, I think, wh- what do you guys think? I think we need a drink. And then these two guys start bolting and in unison, Everett and Mary Jo turn around, bang, bang. They both fall to the ground. Hey. <laughs> I'm okay at that. <laughs> yeah. And I And then sorry. Everett I think will turn no you're fine. I'm just thinking then Everett after he's kind of shaken himself out of it, he uh turns to William and just says with uh comrades in battle such as you, yeah, I think a drink sounds good. Wallace, I think you can tell this thing is probably gone at this point. Yeah, actually, the moment you, um, like, banished it, I just kind of rolled the spirit roll off to the side, and I got a 10. So okay, I figure, nice. like, as it's as it's being pulled into the pit, Wallace has peeked up and sees it being drugged back down into the earth, and he's leveled out. He feels safe again. Okay, yeah. So you guys, are you guys going to go to the, like, the local pub? <laughs> I think I am, yeah. I... Are you going to, like, set these people free? Well, yeah, wait a minute. Were I they, were they tied, to... or were they just... Yeah, they were yeah, all tied up tied. on the ground. Okay, if they're tied... If they're tied, then yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a second to. I was gonna say I think before Mary Jo looks at them and she kind of like slings her rifle over her shoulder and says, "Before we get some drinks, how about we free this, these folks?" And then uh, William turns and sees they actually are tied. He's like, "Yeah, you're right. Let's let's get them up. Send them on their way. Come on." Wallace jogs over to help. And she looks at William and says, "And I think they uh." Might have an opening for a sheriff if you're interested. Hmm. I see what you did there. As we're cutting people loose because Everett has a knife, he's just going to say, People of Rust River, the Reckoners have shown you mercy today. Remember that, for they are the gods of this world. <laughs> and awesome. He just cuts people free and makes sure they're all aware of exactly who's saving them. Yeah. William? 
Uh, just uh, in response to what Mary Jo says, I think he, he looks at her and he says, Hmm, perhaps in the future, but before that, there's only one man I know who could replace me in my own town, and I gotta find him first. Okay. Yeah, so you guys start to cut these people free, and I think it takes a little while you, you start cutting them. I think they're just, like, overjoyed, and they're just like, Thank you so much, thank you, it's the best ever, you know, just, like, over excited, and they're just all, like I said, like, they look like they've been beat up already. Like, they, this was obviously not the easiest thing to get these people all here in one place, but, you know, scary ladies, scary, you know, lady with a gun and magic, and then two big dudes, you know. Eventually, they got them all here, and, and they start to, like, tell, tell you how, what was happening about how, how scared they were, and, and they're just kind of, like, gr- dragging you guys over towards the bar. Because I think all of them have generally the same idea of, I need to drink now. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are dragged into the bar, and the last two to go in are Mary Jo and Everett. And as you guys walk in there, you both have this tug that you feel. Oh. Oh, no. Um, what do you do? I think Mary what, Jo... Where, where is this? She would probably look over at Everett and be like, did you feel that? And you feel this tug again, and it's definitely tugging you towards each other. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Everett's just like, yeah, I feel that. And then as you guys are kind of standing there, you feel another tug, and I think you can see Everett's hand is kind of like near his knife, and he kind of like picks up his knife, looks at it, and then it, it points, and it points towards the east. And Mary Jo, you can feel your hands move, and it yanks you towards the east. And Everett, can, like, holds the knife and looks in towards the bar, and he just says, Well, I would have liked to take one for the road, but, uh, seems like we're being called. <laughs> can I say a really cheesy one-liner? <laughs> yeah. Go on. I think she tips her hat and she goes, Well, they say there ain't no rest for the wicked. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to leave it. Oh, oh boy. my gosh. That wow. was so much fun. That was a blast. Yeah. That was... We are going to be talking about this next week in our debrief. And uh, just in case you're the kind of person who doesn't listen to the debriefs, I will go ahead and make the announcement here. For the future of these one-shots, instead of doing them every week and then taking a two-week break in between them, we are going to move to doing them every two weeks just because I need time to do some things in my life. So I can't, <laughs> I can't be editing three episodes a week every once in a while. So um, so yeah, we, we will see you, I think, in two weeks. Well, one week for a debrief and then two weeks. Yeah, we will see you in one week for the debrief. And then after that, it will be two weeks and we'll be starting our next one shot. I won't tell you what it is, but it's going to be fun. So thank you everyone for listening to this. And thank you so much, Mike, for joining us. I absolutely adored your character and you have bought, yes. brought such a fun energy to the show. I've had a blast playing with you. Thank you so much for joining yeah, us. Thank you. Thanks a blast. And this is That's officially great. our longest one shot because it passed Fractured Futures because Fractured yeah, Futures did. is yeah, 10 episodes did, yeah. and this is 11. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so oh. thank you for, for taking so much time with us because yes. I know we're taking a, time away from you and your new bride. So you know, Wallace, Wallace was a blast to play and I'm glad I could help you guys hit a new record. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun to All be right, a part of with that. With that, we will go ahead and head out. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye. See you guys.